This podcast was originally recorded on January 18th on thegypsynurse.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Gypsy Nurse Live. I'm your host, Rachel Altum. I am the online community manager for the Gypsy Nurse. Uh, For those who are new here to the Gypsy Nurse, the Gypsy Nurse is the largest and most active online community for travel healthcare workers. Uh, We are proud to be a one-stop shop resource for travel nurses, whether you're new to travel nursing, which this is the point of this event today, um, is to really talk to all these new travel nurses that haven't taken um, the leap yet or going to. Um, If you've been doing it a while or if you're getting ready to take the leap like some of you today, Um, We have tons and tons of articles and videos to help you get started, so be sure to um, check those out. We have a job board to help you find your new adventure. There's tons of agencies on there that have tons of tons of opportunities, so be sure um, if you're going to be picky about your location or your specialty, you get on there, you filter it out, you search, you're going to find your favorite next job. We also have housing, so that's you can find somewhere to stay if you're a lot of times your agency will help you find housing but if you want to look for your own we also have discounts on a few um, different places and so much more we do these lives once or twice a month with industry experts and other travelers to give our community a chance to ask their travel healthcare questions in real time so that means anytime that you have any questions during this session just ask and it will come into our comment section and a lot of times, like if it's relevant and on topic, we will, um, you know, answer your questions. If not, we'll address them later. So don't be sad if your questions don't all get answered. But today, the questions are going to be around um, starting travel nursing. So um, be sure to ask those questions. But yeah, we do this once or twice a month. And we really want you to be able to get some real-time answers. But if not, if you're watching this later, um, just message us and we'll direct the question to whoever you need to to go to. You can listen to this one and others on demand on thegypsynurse.com. Like I was saying, there's tons. We've been doing them for a couple of years now. So we have a lot of great content. Also, while you're on thegypsynurse.com, be sure to sign up as a member because we are giving away four $250 Visa gift cards at the end of this month. So Um, We're doing new year, new you. You need some money to get that new year, new you going. So be sure to sign up. The drawing will be at the end of the month. So we'll have four different winners. Not only signing up will enter you to win, but you'll also get on the list to receive updates about events, about the infamous TravCon. Um, I know some of you have probably heard about this, which if you don't already know, it's the largest travel healthcare in-person conference out there. And yes, I'm including you, Allied. I know some of you wonder if you can go. And yes, definitely, please come. We want you there. Um, TravCon is full of education, fun, and an epic after party. It's so much fun. And you don't have to be a travel healthcare worker to attend. Uh, you need to save the date. Make put this in your calendar, request it off whenever you um you know start getting your schedule in. But it's 17th September 17th through the 20th, 2023, at the Paris and Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I heard tickets will be going on very soon. And if you're part of the Gypsy Nurse community, there might be a little bit of a discount. Um, so be sure to sign up so that way you can stay up to date. Me and Brandy will be talking a little bit more about um, TravCon towards the end of this session. And um, so today we will be having Brandy, our expert in nurse newbies. Let me bring her on. I'm so excited. Hi, Brandy. Thank, Thank you. Me. Hi. Thanks so much for having me today. This yes, is awesome. Yeah. And so for those of you who don't know, um, Brandy is a travel nurse. She's a travel nurse mentor. So her job in life is to be a travel nurse and help other travel nurses. And I can't think of a better person to, um, you know, help out with other nurses. No. So yeah. 
That's awesome. Thank you. I love it. I really feel like I have the best job ever. So I get to live the best of both worlds. Kind of as Rachel mentioned, I have been a nurse for over 20 years this month. I'm like, it's just crazy to me. 20 whole years. Time flies when we're having fun, but I've done primarily NICU, PICU. Um, I did critical care float pool at an Austin Children's Hospital. And then I took the leap into travel nursing and I traveled, been traveling for about five years total and I've just had the best experiences ever. I am forever thankful for travel nursing and all of the wonderful things that it has allowed me to do. Um, Briefly, kind of during the pandemic, um, the industry took a little bit of a turn and I went to be a flight nurse um, for about a year and a half and took um, a little bit of a break from traveling. I hung up those traveling shoes for a minute, but I missed it every second. So um, I'm back into traveling. I'm into um, education and mentoring travel nurses, specifically newbie travelers, ex- aspiring travelers. I'm here to help you guys every step of the way. I know how hard it is and I didn't have anybody to help me, you know, when I first started and wish I had and had to learn everything the hard way. And so I hope to be able to help save you guys from some of that heartache. And that's why we have these events like this. So we can be a resource for you and help answer the questions and stuff that you have to set you up for success. And we got a lot of really great, great questions today. So we're excited to start going over those with you. Definitely. Where are you at right now? I haven't talked to you since TravCon. Well, I haven't talked to you a little bit, but we haven't gone live in a while. So where are you at currently? So I am currently, I wanted to be back home with my family for the holidays. I had some personal things going on, needed to be back home in Texas. So I'm actually doing a local travel assignment at my home children's hospital here in Fort Worth. They are who grew me. I worked for them for about 15 years. And so I'm just doing a seasonal contract. They hire um, their own internal travelers. Um, I've tried to talk them into using outsourced traveling and um, it's definitely on their radar, but they've had success just having their own internal kind of program. So that's what I'm doing right now. I already am trying to like see what the next plan is. This is going to be through March and I'm really, really um, looking for the next thing right now, what the next best thing is for the summer and the spring. I'm really excited. Oh, that's awesome. Well, anybody out there, if you're in Texas, you know, put something in the comments, say, hey. <laughs> yes, we can hang out. We can meet up. We can talk about travel nursing, just anything. Just go have a good night out. Definitely. And I know Brandy's a good time. <laughs> We've had a, a few travels together, so I can confirm that she is a very good time and she's sweet and very, very fun. So wise. <laughs> And we do have one um, question that popped through already. Um, Thank you, Mitzi. What is the main reason you got into travel nursing originally? Originally, um, I always, always, always wanted to be a travel nurse. I knew that very early on in my career. Mm. Um, I was a single mom. I was a teen mom and now single mom. So I did things a little bit backwards and it worked for me. You have to do what works for you. And there's no right or wrong way, not a wrong time. You have to do what's best for you and whatever kind of um, stage of life that you're in. But basically I always wanted to travel. Like it was my dream, but I had my son. And so I could not do anything until he was grown. And I know there's so many people that have successfully traveled with the family, but for me, mm-hmm. being a single mom, it was just best for me to ha- be close to my resources and my parents. And so I had to wait a minute until I got him graduated literally the day that I took him off to Texas A&M, I set out on my first travel assignment in Colorado Springs. It was so great. It was the best decision I could have made for myself. It gave me something to look forward to because my little mama heart was hurting. I was so excited for him, but, um, you know, raising him and his life, everything about him, I, that's revolved around my life and his life. And so it was really good. So I had to, it took me, I had to wait 18 years almost before I started doing it. I started, I became a nurse when he was about two years old. Mm. And so 
I was well into being a nurse at the Children's Hospital 15 years before I was able to step out and travel for wow. reasons. So wow. it all works out though. What's meant to be will be. I promise that. Definitely. Yeah. So some of you that are watching that are still staff nurses and you're like, oh, I don't know when I can do it. Example right here, 15 years in the making, <laughs> now yeah. 20 years. But um, yeah, so that's perfect. So anytime, you know, you want to start, you can start. It doesn't have to be tomorrow, but it's good to have these resources and people that you can rely on. We were talking before and we were saying it's so important to have a community and to really find people that you can rely on, ask questions, because it's scary to do this alone. And you are brave and you are like powerful and you can do whatever you want, but it is really nice to have someone that is in your court and knows what ha what to do like brandy totally agree call brandy up and be like i don't know what to do yeah and sometimes exactly. i don't even know the answer it's nice to just be able to talk to other like-minded professional yeah. people in the industry and be like hey this is going on like what what do you think i should do i'm torn or you know yeah. not even just about travel nursing like maybe you're in mm -hmm. a different time and you're like trying to make the best move um not travel related within your um, career. And I'm happy to help kind of talk about those things with you too, because I feel like I've kind of done it all over the last 20 years. So yeah, definitely. we all have to stick together. We're, we're in this together. Yeah, definitely. 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 Well, we get tons and tons of questions. If you're not familiar with the Gypsy Nurse, we do have a Facebook group called the Travel Nurse Network Group. We get tons and tons of questions every day, all the time about new travel um, nurses. So Brandy and I are going to go through some of the questions that we've seen come through um, just from what she's seen and what I've seen and, you know, kind of give like Brandy's input and my input and see what, um, you know, what, what we think. <laughs> so we have that. this one and um, it says, Hey, I'm looking to start travel nurse in October, November. I think I'm going to go with a certain agency. Um, anyone use them? I'm scared to go through a bad agency and get the raw end of the deal. Any advice or favorite travel agency? So I'm going to put in my little plug for the Gypsy yeah. Nurse. Yeah. Um, the way we have our um, agency survey each year. And so we ask all the travel nurses in our community, like, hey, can you let us know how you feel about this agency? It's put through um, like a separate agency to like fulfill the survey. So we don't have anything to do with it. We hire somebody else to conduct it. And then we have all of the top, you know, top agencies that our network group loves. So definitely when you're, you know, trying to figure out if there's a bad agency, go check out that list and know that they're not bad. <laughs> Agreed. That, that list and um, that survey has been a lifesaver. I've sent so many nurses to go look at that too. I think it just really shows in black and white, you mm. know, that um, some of the best agencies out there for sure. And I think everyone you talk to, they may, they're probably, they may have a different opinion about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you may have a great recruiter with a bad company and a bad company and have a great recruiter. So this is something early on when you're thinking about traveling, like this is something to take very, very seriously because your yeah, company yeah. and your recruiter can completely make or break your entire experience and you want to have a good experience. So, you know, I think this is something that you really need to take the time and use your resources Ask other travelers who they have been using. Make yeah, sure yeah. it's somebody that you like know and trust, um, though, too, because a lot of them will just shout out their company and recruiter because they could get a referral bonus if yeah, you go yeah. with their recruiter. And so it's a little bit biased. So keep that in mind. But you'll notice a pattern. If the same people are saying the same company, the same recruiter, that's a really good sign to you that you're headed in the, in the right direction. Um, yeah, on yeah. TravelNurse101.com, I've spent a lot of time and just poured my entire heart into that. And I have um, some blog posts there. One of them is about how to pick an agency, what to look for in an agency, 
what benefits to look for. And it's really, really good. I highly encourage you to go there and list it out because there's so many important things other than just your pay. Like we're all in yeah. this obviously to get, mm-hmm. to get a paycheck, but there's so many other benefits that are important that go into that compensation package that you need to be aware of. And that may really pertain to you and not all agencies offer the same benefits. So oh, really go there and look and spend some time there. Um, you know, and day one health insurance is super important um, for a lot of us. And, a, and some companies don't offer that. They make you wait an extended period of time before you are covered. And I don't know about you, but I have to have health insurance for sure. Oh, wow. For and, sure. And them, like you're halfway through your assignment and you might not even have them. You know, you might be like agency hopping or, you know, wanting to get to a different assignment with a different agency and you're can't get insurance till halfway through your assignment. So, yeah. And that could be really stressful on you. It can also like help you feel like you're not making the best decision for yourself. Um, Several companies, um, there's not a lot of them, but there are a few of them that will even cover you in between assignments up to 30 days. And I think that is just like so wonderful because that's one of the great benefits about travel nursing is taking time off in between. Yeah. And so you know that you're covered medically if you if you want to take some time off. And then I also take that a step further and I have an entire blog post about what makes a recruiter good, what qualities to look for. The bottom line is, though, too, you have to find somebody that you have a conversation with that you feel like you can communicate well effectively. They Mm -hmm. have your back. You have an open line of communication at all times. You feel like they're listening. They have your best interest at heart. If you're not getting those vibes from that recruiter, pick a new one because there's many others that will take great care of you. And I always have recommendations too. If you ever need them, um, just let me know. Yeah, definitely. And that's what someone else in the network group, they commented on that post. And she said, I think there's really one main thing to consider when any recruiter company is a recruiter, someone that you trust and vibe with, you know, having that good connection makes all the difference. Just like you said, um, you know, mutual trust, good communication. And that's another thing too, is like, you're going to want a recruiter that communicates great with you but you need to communicate with them as well. Like, you know what I mean? It's not going to be them calling you every second um, and they can't read your mind. You can't, you know, they might call you with like a weird destination, like no offense to Idaho, but they might be like, hey, I have an assignment in Idaho, but you're like, man, I really wanted to go to Florida. They're not going to know that you want to go to Florida unless you tell them. And so they might just be in, you know, like, well, I don't really know. And they're going to be keep trying to find you an assignment. But they little do they know the reason why you keep saying no is because you want a Florida assignment. I know it's a really broad like way to say it. I know. I think that's great. Like they need to know that communication, telling them what what your needs are, what your goals are, you know, um, the things that you're willing to be flexible on and that sort of thing, too. But if you're wanting them to be responsive to you then you also have to be responsive to them as well. And so just remember that it's a two-way street. Definitely. Yes, I agree. Um, That was a great question. Yeah, no, I love that question Um, because it is scary. It is, it's a full commitment and it's very scary to just, you know, the agency is going to be in a different state than you are. You don't just get to go down to the travel nurse store and apply to become a travel nurse, you have to like talk to them on the phone and make sure they're legitimate and make sure that nobody's going to like scam you out of things. So it's just, you know, it's a huge commitment and it is scary and you don't want to sign up with the worst one and be like, gosh, why didn't, why did I sign up with them? Why didn't anyone tell me? So, you know, trust your gut, your gut. Yes is your guide. I'm telling you, you'll know right away. You'll get a bad feeling when you're like, mm, nah, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, definitely. So then um, someone in the comments just asked, um, what is your advice to someone that just graduated and is waiting to travel? And it kind of goes in for this one too. Um, we had a question, you know, they're getting ready to start their journey, but they're still in nursing school. What um, permanent positions should I start with in order to get me into travel nursing? So it's like, 
what's kind of like your next steps? Because um, for those of you out there, you really want to have at least two years of experience in your specialty. So what um, I think both of these things are what what specialty or what, you know, you get what I'm saying. So <laughs> what specialty will get you started in travel nursing quicker? You know, I think that that's a wonderful question. And that's also a question that you've really got to do some soul searching within yourself because mm. I, I want you to be happy. Like I want you to pick a specialty that you love and that you're happy yeah. doing regardless. First of all, um, I think that's the number one thing because I don't want you to go into a specialty that you're going to be miserable in if that's not really where you feel like you're meant to be. The great thing about nursing is we can change that, um, which is so great. If we're not happy in one place, we can switch specialties. Um, but definitely, you know, I think that you need to pick a specialty that you feel like you're going to be happy with. Some of the most sought out, I guess we, I should say we see the most traveling positions in um, specialties such as med surge, ICU, ER, labor mm -hmm. and delivery, those yeah. OR, um, and then in a children's in in the children's world, which I'm NICU, so tons of NICU, PICU, pediatric, um, that sort of thing. You'll see a lot of those. And a lot of the wow. assignments can also be like seasonal too. We may yeah. see an influx in one specialty, obviously during the winter, during um, RSV, during COVID mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. So don't base your sole decision just on that. Um, but those are kind of the top specialties that we see. There are, there are others as well, but those are the main ones. Yeah. And no, there's and then, all over. Um, what's that? Oh, I said and there's and in those specialties too, there's jobs all over the United States. Yeah, definitely. And then um in the comments here too, we had someone they said three years in critical care and still hard. Give yourself some grace to learn. Definitely. Because there are gonna be specialties that are a lot harder and you, you know. Have yeah, those. and I think my rule of thumb too, when people are asking me if they're ready to travel, again, it's a personal kind of conviction conversation that you need to have with yourself. But yeah. at least one year experience, in my opinion, I think that's cutting it awfully um, short. But I can't say what you've been doing that whole that last year. Maybe yeah. you've been getting the sickest of the sick kids, or everybody's a kid to me. Sorry patients. Um, you know, but you really need to give yourself some time to feel comfortable and feel like you can take the mo the sickest patient in your unit without asking for a lot of help. Because when you go on these travel assignments, they may give you the sickest patient um, on their unit. They may pair it with both of the sickest patients in their unit. And you're going to be able to have to hit the ground running. They don't give you orientation. You need to be very strong in your clinical skills and have confidence. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. give yourself time. I promise it's not going anywhere. You want to be successful. It's hard enough just in general, like moving to a new place and a new town and a new hospital. You want to be confident in your skills. And it's the best thing for our patients. We want to be able to provide um, the best care for them too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's kind of what someone was saying here too, because you're, you're going to hit the ground running, maybe two days of orientation. Um, you know, what was she saying here? She's like, some hospitals treat the travelers not so nice either. So like you were saying with the confidence, you need to have the confidence to take care of your patient and the confidence to brush off. Someone being like, oh, that's the traveler. I'm just gonna like, ignore them. I'm just going to give them a hard time. I'm going to give them the hardest patient. So you need that confidence too in yourself, not only to take care of a patient, but to handle whatever is thrown at you. That's so true, Rachel. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of people and that's another thing too, is, you know, you're dealing with the emotions of other people while you're there. And um, I know a lot of you are here trying to get into travel nursing because you make a lot of money. Well, those staff nurses are starting to learn how much money that, um, and you probably, that's why, because you want to come on this side and make more money. And a lot of people get treated very differently, you know, because of how much money that you guys make. Sometimes it's not as big as what 
they assume you're making, but yeah, they don't know the whole picture always either. And when they talk about it, that's one of the first things I'm pointing out. I'm like, Hey, like, I know this is the perception, but also like, there's so many things as a travel nurse that we have to do that are differently. We're away from our family. We're constantly moving every three months. We're learning a new place, a new computer system. You know, the list goes on and on. So that may be why the compensation is a little bit more, but it's because of some of the things that we're, we're having to give up and that security blanket that maybe mm -hmm. you get to keep. And um, I think if you at, treat that, like you don't go in acting like you're entitled and bragging about money though. Overall, I've had yeah. really good success with the staff nurses treating me, treating me nicely for sure. Good. I'm glad I'll come get them. If not, no. yes, that's right. <laughs> Uh, we had another question too. This one's like a biggie. What's um, like the biggest struggle or obstacle in starting? So research might be a little easy, but getting started, what do you think is like the most difficult? You know, I think uh, like when you're just literally first thinking about it, I think it's so overwhelming with all of the information that is out there with social media, yeah. you're hearing just so many different things. And so I think that it's why it's so important to use a trusted resource such as the gypsy nurse, where they line out the entire process. Same with Travel Nurse 101. I line out the entire process for you, right? Very easy in black and white. You can quickly go and learn what you need to learn very quickly and not have to sift through a bunch of information to get to the core details that you need to get started because it's overwhelming. There's so much information out there and I don't want you to be misled. So I yeah. definitely think kind of just learning where to go and who to use for your resources to get started is super important because um, it's a lot. It can be really overwhelming and that's why we're here to help ease that for you and make it better and show you that you don't have to learn the hard way. And if, if you'll, you know, take some guidance and stuff from us. Yeah, definitely. And someone is asking about resources and that's exactly like, um, you know, there's tons of them. There's Brandy and I, the gypsy nurse and travel nurse 101. Those are great resources, but you know, you just look up, you know, travel nurse, how to become a travel nurse, Google it. You're going to find tons and tons, you know, staffing agencies have those type of articles and all that stuff. So just, um, you know, do your research. It's easy to find, you know, tips and tricks. It's just getting, getting started. Yeah. There's also some Facebook groups that I do really, really like. I yeah. have one for Travel Nurse 101. There is a um, Travel Newbie group that's great. That's been around a really long time. And it's, you know, it's somebody who has, they moderate their page and make sure that people are acting appropriately and and not sharing false information and spam and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also even you can take it a step further. There's like NICU groups that are private that are just NICU nurses, picky mm -hmm. nurses. And I really like those kind of groups. They don't include recruiters. And I like that because I think that it's nice for us nurses to be able to kind of talk amongst ourselves just mm -hmm. from a nursing standpoint and not have recruiters in the group. Um, and I'm sorry mm -hmm. that offends anybody, but as a traveler, like, Sometimes I need to go ask a question that I don't want a recruiter. I don't want to ask a recruiter. I want to ask mm -hmm. one of my fellow travel nurses. So um, if you guys need any help finding those Facebook groups to let me know. Yeah, definitely. And then we have our yeah. Facebook group, which is very, very large. We have over 170,000 um, members in there. So a lot of a lot of questions. Um, I know there's like smaller groups that are like a little bit more intimate. I guess that's the word I'm thinking of that you can kind of have, um, you know, like those smaller or like those kind of, I don't want to say small. I don't think it's a small. I don't like using that word. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, have like a little bit of a more intimate conversation in there that ours is, you know, you get in there, you congratulate everybody, you ask your question, you get tons and tons of, I know. You know I, love, I love that questions. too. And yeah. like, I'm so bad. Like I'll just lay in bed at night and look at all the questions and stuff on the gypsy nurse. It, yeah. Like you can learn a lot. And also if you go, like, if you have a question about a facility, one of my first, I tell people to go use the search function in the gypsy nurse and type in that facility name yes. and you will see a ton of things about what people had to say about that hospital. Again, 
get the commonality theme. Everybody's mm -hmm. not going to, sometimes you only hear about the bad stuff. People don't like to talk about all the positive things. They kind of focus on the negative, but yeah. seeing what people are saying about that facility and that may help you decide if it's somewhere that you want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. That's like 60% of our posts nowadays is like talking about their hospitals, which is fun. And exciting. And then two, um, on the dictionaries.com, we are building up our hospital reviews section. And so um, we just need more and more people to leave their reviews on the gypsynurse.com. So be sure if you have a hospital review, um, sign up on there and leave your reviews. That's going to help other people, um, you I know, not only get on the Facebook group, but also go on the website and check it out too. Um, if they have, if they're anti-Facebook, I don't know. But <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's nice to have multiple places. I look on like Google reviews and Yelp reviews. So that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So we do have another, uh, I think, important question too is, um, you know, you're thinking about starting travel nursing and then you're like, when do I reach out to a recruiter? Because you don't want to waste their time or get them like calling you all the time. You're like, are you ready? Are you ready? So when would you say the best time to reach out to somebody? to get kind of, I don't know if you started, but the ball rolling. That's an awesome question. Um, I get asked that a lot, actually. And I think that for my recommendation would be do as much of the research you can before you talk to that recruiter. They're obviously there as a supplemental source to help you get started. Mm -hmm. It's what they do all day, but I want you to have a little bit of leadway and headway and at least knowing the basics before you talk to them. Um, yeah. because it, you'll know, and you'll know what questions you really do need to ask them rather than like, here, explain the whole thing to yes. them. Um, and I would, I would be close to the point where I'm like considering traveling in the next three-ish months or so. That's yeah. what I would recommend um, because normally um, it takes, we'll start submitting you to jobs about six weeks out. That's kind of that sweet spot. Sometimes yeah. a little sooner, sometimes a month um, you can be start being submitted to these jobs. So I think if you give yourself a little extra time where you can pick a recruiter and company that you, you feel like you mesh well with and go yeah. ahead and get started like with the application, sending in your, um, your references, all of yeah. your certifications, your health documents, that takes time and it's kind of overwhelming. And so if you just go ahead and do that and get that out of the way, um, and then you can really, really start focusing on, okay, like let's look for my assignment and enjoy the process a little bit more. If you give yourself a little more time and you're not so much at a time constraint, I mean, don't get me wrong. They can do things really, really fast and get your profile built. I mean, within a couple of days, but just yeah. for you personally, as a new traveler, giving yourself a little time, but I would also make sure you set that expectation up with that recruiter and say, Hey, like I'm not yeah. looking to travel for about three months. Cause if they don't know that they're just, they're going to just be after you and blow you up because they're ready to get you to travel next month. Yeah. Yep. And again, like we said, that communication is very, very important. So, you know, letting them know when you're going to start. <laughs> yeah. I and agree. then like on that too, someone was asking as well, when do you start applying for um, license, which do you want to kind of explain why someone would need another license? I'm yeah. not sure. It's not, you know, absolutely might not know. <laughs> and it's such an important question. It's something that you need to really start thinking about very early on in the process when you're thinking of becoming a traveling nurse, when you're thinking of some of the locations that you'd like to go to, start thinking about the license then. Um, if you have a compact state license, that really, really helps because you can go to so many states. And I, mm -hmm. I love that. I have a compact state and it may, it's made my life so much easy. You don't have to have that. Um, you will have to do a little bit more extra work, but that compact license is amazing. If you're thinking you want to go to places like California, specifically, I get a lot of nurses that want to go to Cali. Why would you not want to? Um, but unfortunately, their license process does take a long time. And it's not the easiest to navigate. So if you're mm -hmm. thinking you want to go to California, as soon as you start thinking about travel nursing, you need to go ahead and start applying for that license. 
um, the company may have some options to help you um, and kind of give you some guidance on getting that California license. But always think about it ahead of time, like Washington. That's another big one. Some of them take a little bit longer. So I would never want a licensure holdup to, to keep you from getting your dream assignment. If you're really wanting to go somewhere, make sure you're thinking about that ahead of time. And a lot of times you cannot even be submitted to a job. The company cannot submit you to that hospital without your license in hand. A lot of times there are some, um, you know, I guess the word I'm looking for exceptions to that, but for mm -hmm. the most part, they really want you to have that license in hand because it can be so time consuming and we wouldn't want your contract to get canceled because you don't have your license. Yeah, definitely. That would be so sad. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen it happen. It happened. It almost happened to one of my best friends. Um, oh, and I, yeah. And I told her like early on, but I guess with all everything else that got passed, but thank God she ended up getting it literally oh, like the week, the week before she started. And we were all like cringing. We're like, Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Like, and, I, and she already had housing lined up and everything. Oh. All the stars aligned and she got it, but you never know. That's good. Yeah. Well, another fear, this was um, coming from our group as well. It says, I, I'm almost ready to start travel nursing, but I'm so overwhelmed with all the agencies and I just don't want to be, um, you know, they said, hang on. I don't want to get, um, miss out on pay. Sorry, they, they said something else and I don't want to. It's not a bad word, but it might be to somebody. I don't want to miss out on great pay or anything else for that matter. I'm a med surge with almost two years of experience. Um, you know, I don't want to live too far away. So what would you say about someone? They're like, I want to get the best pay from the get-go. I want the best, you know, how can they, should they even worry about that? Should they just get their first one under their belt? Or should they really be like, I need to make that 10K a week? <laughs> so I think that this may offend people, but I think that you need to set yourself some realistic goals in mind. You need to decide what is your why? Why are you wanting mm -hmm. to do travel nursing? And um, that's one of the things I encourage my newbies very early on to even write it down all right, I'm, I'm doing travel nursing just for the compensation. I'm doing travel nursing to be able to go to all these great places and have these experiences yeah. and meet new people. A lot of that depends on what your why is, but you're also going to have to be realistic. You're a new traveler and it's hard yeah. sometimes to get that first assignment behind your belt. And as soon as you do, you're no longer a new traveler. So with that second assignment and moving forward, you can be a little bit more picky with what you're, what you're asking are. But I feel like as a traveler in general, you have to be flexible and you have to have that flexible mindset. And if you don't, I, you'll, you're going to struggle being a travel nurse. Mm -hmm. I, that, that is my opinion Yeah, because there's so many variables that are going into it. You're going to have to give on something. And um, if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a brand new traveler. I want to make 10K a week. I will only do day shift. I will only go to these places five hours from my hometown, blah, blah, blah. You're not setting up realistic expectations and you're going to be disappointed. Um, unfortunately, mm -hmm. something may happen and you may look out, but it's, it's highly competitive, especially um, just, you know, certain specialties and stuff and you being a first time traveler, you're going to have to really make sure that you understand, um, and are you're realistic. And I know that sucks and that's not what you want to hear, but it, it's facts. And so it will get better and you'll be able to slowly be like, okay, like this assignment, I'm going to do it for it's somewhere. I don't really want to go. I don't even know. Maybe trying to pick like a horrible place. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go, but the, it's paying better. Yeah. And then my next assignment. Okay. Like I'm going to go to Hawaii. Maybe it's not paying really what I want, but I'm going to Hawaii and yeah. I'm getting to have this amazing experience. Like there's so much more travel nursing offers you so much more than just monetary stuff. The experiences, mm -hmm. the friendships, the growth, your 
building your resume, look at all of it besides just the money. Don't get yeah. so hung up on it. I know that's hard. We all want to make money. We all have goals, but you'll get there. I promise. You know what I hear a lot about people is they will go to like an un like um what do you call it like a destination that's like not appealing not like your california's florida's hawaii's and um they love the city like they're like this was like i'm so glad i went it was a small little town i had a coffee shop that i went to every morning they learned my name they had the best breakfast and so yeah so you to give your city a chance because you don't know until you get there and that's happened to me. That's happened to me. And the and I'm, you've heard me say this, but like the place I ended up loving the most out of all of my assignments was possibly the place I least expected. So be yeah. open. Like you never know. Like you could just yeah. love it and end up being the, the greatest experience of your life. Definitely. And you might meet the best people, like you were saying, like friends. And so just give the city a chance. And that's kind of how I feel is like get that first one under your belt. Make sure that you have like a legit agency. You and your recruiter are transparent with each other and just get it done. And then as you grow, you're going to, and that's just natural in life. As you grow, you're going to learn what to ask for, what to do. Just take the leap. (laughs) Take the leap. That's the hardest part is making the decision. And if you're comparing you know, you're talking to other travelers. I heard a joke. Somebody, they're like, every Tuesday, all the travelers compare their pay at, at this one facility. We were joking about it. And that's a very real thing. Like, we do talk about our pay with other travelers. Maybe it's not the most professional thing to do, but mm-hmm. it does happen. And so if you are hearing another traveler is making more money than you, that can be super upsetting. Like, I've heard it but you have to take all of the factors again. You have yeah. to compare apples to apples. Like that, maybe they're only telling you like what you want to hear. They don't know what other benefits you're getting and all of those things. So when you do hear that, like really go back to the source and make sure you're comparing yes. apples to apples. Yes, definitely. Well, there are some other things too, like, you know, like we were saying, like, just get it under your belt. And we did ask like, you know, our community between the both of us, we asked, you know, what would you wish you would have known before you started traveling? And um, someone was saying, this one's kind of funny. They said all of the same questions over and over again. So people are going to ask you, where are you from? Are you married? Do you have kids? You make good money. So they're going to ask, you're going to ask the same questions. Your life is going to be on repeat a lot. And, um, you know, just be aware. And if I were you, I just like, when you're traveling, I would just come up with like funny little bits. That's kind of like what I'm a TikTok. Like I love watching TikTok and they talk about um, little bits. So even like become like entertaining with it and make up like a life story, which I kind of recommend. Um, You're going (laughs) to, I know I'm trailing off, but when you're traveling, you don't want to give out too much information about yourself. At the hospital kind of is okay. Um, like with your like coworkers, but like with, you know, the patients and when you go to your favorite coffee shop and they're like, where are you from? You're like, you know what? Antarctica. I'm here <laughs> on, here on a science trip. Or like come get like something to take back to Antarctica. I don't know. Come up with some, something funny to make yourself laugh. You can call your friends and be like, Hey, I just told all these people that I'm the head surgeon at this hospital. And they're asking if I can do brain surgery for them next week. I don't know. And it keeps you safer too. But yeah, and that's what I was getting to the point too is like, don't give them your real life details. Like, hi, I'm a travel nurse. I'm staying at this hotel for the rest of the, my time being <laughs> here. I know. I agree. And um, you're going to be popular. Like, the, you're going to be popular. Have you seen that, <laughs> that TikTok or that yeah. song that's coming out? But it's so true. Like, people, you know, they're going to want to know about you and you're new and it's exciting. And they're getting to see like a new life through you. And you're getting to do all these fun things that maybe they've never even experienced in their hometown. So I get a lot of questions and a lot of people like, hey, like, I want to hang out with you. You do all these fun things. Like, take me with you. I've been living here my whole life and haven't even done (laughs) half of the things that you're doing. So you're going to be popular. So just beware. Definitely. And kind of like reversal too. like 
ask them where fun things to go and maybe even be like, Oh, well, you want to go with me? Like, cause you're going to want to make friends as well. Like, even though some of them might not be nice, you're going to still meet a lot of nice people and you're going to still want to have some friends to rely on. So I agree. That's so great. Ask them, ask them. And then we do have some comments rolling in when he said, I love staying somewhere for 13 weeks and being able to really immerse yourself into the community. I met so many great people on each assignment and now I have friends all over the country. Yes. That is the coolest part of travel nursing. I think that's part I know. And like you get to stay in touch with those people and we still network back and forth. I'm like, Hey, I want to come back to Colorado Springs. Do you, you know, do you have an opening? Do you know of housing? Like it's a, the travel nurse industry, it seems big, but it's kind of a close knit group. Yeah. Too. We all kind of like look out for each other. So I love that, Wendy. Definitely. I do too. Yeah. And I think it's kind of funny too, because some people, um, like if you have an iPhone, like you can share your location too. And I know I had your location for a while. I think it dropped off or you just didn't want me to come fly out to Texas one day and just like randomly show up on your doorstep. So like I'm here. Hi. That's funny. It's kind of fun when you get close to other people and like share your location and you can kind of like look at it and be like, oh, they're in the mountains today. Oh, you know, and it's kind of like a creepy but fun, fun thing to oh, do on. Also could be a safety them. thing too. Yes, that you know? too. And so I think that that's important too. If you have some friends there to share your location in case something goes south, God forbid, but definitely. Well, we have um, Steven who said, I am grateful to travel because in 2005, I was able to move from St. Louis to Los Angeles and I loved, loved it so much. I took a permanent position and stayed till last year. I'm glad to be back in St. Louis, but now I've always had those memories. Yeah. I love that. See? And you never would have got known. You got to try on that hospital and make sure that it was a good fit for you before you signed on permanently and felt kind of stuck. So that happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and then someone else said, Jill says, it's, it is nice once you get a lot of assignments under your belt, the managers and directors will text you to come back. Great connections in travel nursing. Yes. That too. All the time. Or they'll even text me and be like, Hey, if you can't come, do you know somebody, do you have a good recommendation? Which I think is and that's so nice. I feel honored when they do that, but definitely. definitely. And I think too, um, something else we can kind of talk about since they're a newer nurse, um, you can only stay so long. What is it? How many weeks can they stay at a hospital before they need to move on to the next one? Because you'll find a hospital and you'll fall in love with it, but you need to move on eventually. <laughs> yeah. That gets a little bit tricky and you may just double check with your company as well as kind of it's a tax implication. And so I'm very hesitant when yes. we talk about tax stuff. Um, travel yeah. tax will yes. be your go-to if you have any questions. My understanding is it is 11 months, a little bit less than one year. If mm -hmm. you stay more than a year, you are you're residents of in that state. So make yeah. sure you really understand that. And I know that at that point, you either have to have to make the decision to go on as permanent staff, or you have to leave for a specific extended period of time that the IRS regulates before you can come back to be able to be eligible for those tax-free stipends. Definitely. And um, as Brandy was saying, we are not tax professionals. Um, find one. If you... I think just no matter what, as a travel nurse, you're going to have to deal with things called stipends. You're going to have to live so many miles away from your hometown. You're going to have to do deal with all these, like not to scare you. And it's not scary. Um, some people do it on their own, but um, there's a lot of complicated things that go in there. And that's what somebody was saying was like, I wish I would have found um, a tax professional right away. Absolutely. And from the get-go, um, like Brandy said, there's um, travel tax, um, which I believe they will be at uh, TravCon. But um, well, and please do not ask tax advice in. I love I love the Gypsy Nurses page, but do not ask tax advice there. If you do, I see it every day, and it I cringe literally. I'm like. 
please go speak to an accountant, to a tax person, something. Uh Oh, she's breaking up a little bit, but she's saying what she's saying once she unfreezes, um, you know, you definitely want to reach out to a tax professional. A lot of people do ask like those questions and a lot of people are just putting the referral to that one. Oh, Brandy, I hope you unfreeze soon. But, but yeah, so make sure you reach out to a tax professional. Well, it looks like Brandy's not unfreezing. But yeah, if you have any other questions, be sure to put them in the comments. Um, If you have any questions after, if you're watching this later, or if another question pops up, feel free to message the Gypsy Nurse uh, fan page or um, email us. Um, You can find us at marketing at thegypsynurse.com. Reach out to Brandy on Travel Nurse 101. She'll be able, she'll be so happy to help you. Because she is just amazing. And I'm so glad that I've gotten to get to know her over, um, I think, this past year. So she's just a really great friend. Um, And we just did get a question from Steven. Did you mention a travel convention? Yes. So there is a Travel Nurse Conference, um, September 17th. And that one lasts a few days. Don't kill me, everybody. But yeah, it's um, the 17th through the 20th. I had to double check. Um, 2023 at the Paris in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. Oh, here she is. We are just talking about TravCon. So I kind of wrapped it up for you with your tax question. (laughs) Or with the tax issue. They're doing construction right outside. And I'm like, I wonder if they did something to disrupt my internet. So so sorry. Of course, the most important time. But I love that we're talking about TravCon. Yes. So Stephen asked, did you mention a travel convention? And yes, it's a huge, huge deal. Um, So you definitely need to come, Stephen. Even if you're not traveling, there's still so many great, great, great sessions um, to learn. Brandy did one last year. And oh my gosh, the people that came out, of the session, they came to our booth at the Gypsy Nurse, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, we just went to the session about flight nursing, and it was so amazing." And I was like, "Was it Brandy's?" And she, they're like, "Yes." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, like she is the best." But like people were gushing. I guess I don't want to say gushing. I guess, but they were just so excited about flight nursing, which was super super fun. Yeah, but it was um, so great, literally, Travcon was the highlight of my year last year. Yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun and just so many fun, like-minded people all wanting to be there together and do fun things. There was a constant stream of fun things to do. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Unlimited. How do you, I was like, how do I fit all this fun in three days? And <laughs> you can't, you just yeah. have to kind of pick and choose what, and you can go there alone. Don't be afraid. Because no, someone's just going to scoop you up and be like, you're my you're my baby and um, I'm going to make you into a travel nurse one day or travel healthcare worker because, um, you know, allied and other travelers are more than welcome to come. But um, we're going to leave with friends for a lifetime. And yes. even some of the people I met, like we were like trying to plan our next vacation all together after TravCon. We're like we can't even wait for TravCon. Like we want to all go on a vacation again. We just loved each other and it was so much so much fun so much good information yeah and um yeah i just can't speak volume enough volume about it like i'm so excited i wish you would hurry up and get here I but know. i will have a speaking session again <gasps> we'll have a booth um in the market hall for travel nurse 101 with some cool swag and stuff so i can't wait to meet all of you guys there yeah. don't Stay miss there. out you won't regret it And everybody else, it is amazing. Not only like you get great education and get to meet all the kind of people, but the booth setup, I had not been for a couple of years. And this year I went and there were like digital 
boards like the length of like a whole like maybe six foot wall and just like the way these um agencies go above and beyond there was like contests like there was people wearing like all kinds of like t-shirts just so that way they can win but it was like the craziest thing and the most fun most fun thing because I think what did you have for your booth that everybody was like lining up and loved it so I had, um, I was giving away like customized journals that were really, yeah. really cool that I handpicked. I mean, those were really, really cool. I had some color changing cups because there's some drinking that goes on. You know, we're in Las Vegas, right? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and some pens. And then the coolest thing was an engraving station. So yeah. you were able to pick a coffee cup and right there, get your name engraved in the Travel Nurse 101 cup. And it was a hit. I ran out. I mean, I had so 10 boxes of these little cups. They yeah. just flew. I wish I had had more, but so many fun giveaways. Um, and these companies wine and dine you and have events. And it's it's just so fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. Party. So, I had a pool party. Did you, did you tell? We didn't tell him about that well, either. Yeah, Brandy no. had a fun little pool party. It was, it was such a blast. It and she fun. had these little beach balls. It was so funny because she had these beach balls. And then you look out to the pool and like everybody that's like not even travelers, we're just like bouncing these balls, like these beach balls in the pool. So she was definitely getting some like, um, you know, branding out there, <laughs> even if they weren't travelers. So fun. I know. And it was a little, if you get there a day or two before TravCon starts, there's some of these pre-parties like that yeah. pool party and some other things where you kind of get to get started early. And if you can be there, I promise like you won't regret it. It's so much fun. Yeah. So Steven, to wrap it up and everybody else, there's education, there's free gifts. So t-shirts, swag, you know, everything that like, you could imagine like little mini speakers. Um, there's like collaboration meetings or not meetings, but you know, like where you get to meet other travelers, ask them questions, hang out with them. There's an epic, epic after party that like last yeah. year it felt like I was only there an hour. And I was like, why is this ending? Why is this ending? <laughs> so that's a lot of fun. You don't have to go to everything either. If you just want to go for education, if you just want to go, some people just come to hang out and do a little bit of education. Um, but we definitely highly, highly recommend always, always learning and always educating yourself. Yeah. But um, we, we do have a, a newbie boot camp too. So that there'll be some more information on that for anybody that's truly interested in coming in as a newbie. It yeah. normally starts a day before and it's dedicated just to you guys, just the newbie. So we can help give you a little bit more extra attention that you need. Yeah. Cause you have a day, basically a whole day dedicated to just trying to get started in a travel nursing. So that's how much, that's how much we love you guys. Like, come on over. Come to the travel nurse side. <laughs> um, we do have a question. I'm if I'm currently not a traveler, but simply interested um, in determining the next steps. Is TravCon for me? Yes. So we yes. that question backwards. So come to the newbie boot camp. You're gonna love it. And there's gonna be other people that you can um, meet that want to start travel nursing as well. And then you can become friends with them and then start your journey together. Maybe travel together because people do travel in pairs and sometimes it's a little hard to get an assignment but if you work with your recruiter and say i have this friend that i want to do this assignment with they'll do their best to get you both there yeah, <laughs> i agree and maybe that's just like the last little like step that you need once you go it may like just completely give you so much confidence you're gonna yeah. leave being like oh my god like i want to travel right now like i love this i want to come to TravCon every year we cannot hype it up enough that's I know I'm like I seem very calm, but like my level of love for Travcon, I'm just like exploding. But I, I just it's, it's in here. But I'm like I'm so excited. And then um, another question too: Can I earn CEs at Travcon? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So there's I, definitely this is education, and then all the fun stuff along with it. Yes, yes. So think about that. You're you're there to learn, but you're also there 
So you learn and you won't be bored like in regular school. <laughs> yeah. And you can pick and choose what is it, what you want to learn about things that you're excited yeah. to learn about and not feel like you're having to just sit there through some like boring session that you don't really care about. So lots of good info. Yes. Well, that is our time. That was so much fun, Brandy. Um, Brandy's going to be on coming on a little bit more often. We're going to be um, doing it a little bit differently like this. Um, normally, we're a little bit more formal, but we wanted to kind of yeah, have a little relaxed session together um, since we're buds. <laughs> but yeah, so if you have any questions about becoming a travel nurse, if I know an hour does not cover it whatsoever. So please reach out to Brandy. She can be your mentor. Reach out to the gypsy nurse. We can put you in contact with her as well. Um, we have tons of great resources. So does she. Um, yeah. So Absolutely. Just, just you can also um, follow me on Instagram and Facebook at TravNurse101. If nothing else, go look at my fun photos of all my adventures. Yeah. They won't disappoint and go see, um, go live life vicariously through me. And then um, travelnurse101.com is my website. You can go there. You can schedule a one-to-one strategy call with me. It's complimentary. We can chat one-on-one and you talk to me about um, your unique situation, where you're at, how I can help you. And uh, I just want to be here and be a resource for you and set you up for success to be a travel nurse. Definitely. And she's a great resource. I know I keep saying it, but she's great. And she won't, she, she won't make you feel silly for any like random questions. I know I ask her random questions all the time and I'm like, "Mm," but she never makes you feel silly. So, well, thank you everyone for joining. Thank you everyone for your questions. Um, We hope we see you next time in the comment section. We definitely, definitely hope to see you at TravCon. Um, Stay up to date by going to travcon.org. When you sign up for the Gypsy Nurse, we'll be talking about it constantly as well because we love it. We might even be giving out some discount. I can't promise anything, but we might. Um, So thank you all for joining us. Thank you.